Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. All the best. New Year, new language, I would say. New Year, new resolutions. <laughs> yeah, it's always the case. We just can't help, can we? Yeah, the question is, are we able to keep up with them? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about this uh, during this episode. It's the first episode of the new year. And I would say, as usual, we are going to have a couple of sections here. In the first one, we are going to try and explain why is it that we really want to make uh, new resolutions <laughs> for the new year. And uh, what are the rules that we can apply to make them stick, actually? Mm -hmm. And then in the section number two, we are going to uh, have a look at our own experience. And uh, we'll see if we like to make uh, new resolutions or not. <laughs> I'm trying not to comment here. <laughs> I have so much to say. I'll keep it for later. <laughs> That's cool. Are you ready to start? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> So why is it that we really want to set resolutions for the new year? And I find it very interesting because I've read a few articles and uh, apparently it's uh, one of the reasons, at least, it's that we as human beings, we are a storytelling animals. I've read this wonderful book called The Storytelling Animal. And it basically uh, tells you that everything that we do in our life revolves around stories. Mm -hmm. So we try and make stories of everything that we have in front of us. And our own life is no exception. Uh, so we tend to see our own life not as a continuum, but as a, as a character in a book. Like there's a chapter, that chapter ends, and then a new one begins. And we tend to do different things in the new chapter. I like that. It's like a new, you know, a white page. You can write whatever you want and whatever are the, like the failures from the year before <laughs> you can forget about and start fresh. So I feel like it's something, yeah, we definitely share, all humans share. You use this uh, word fresh. This is exactly called the fresh start effect. It's the reason why, for example, during the weekend, I tend to overeat a little bit. And I say, ah, no worries. I'll, I'll be on a diet on Monday. <laughs> Well, every day is a weekend, a weekend day for me. <laughs> so I don't have that problem, particularly in the weekend. It's every day. But um, I understand. But it reminds me when I was younger, it's kind of stupid. But when I would play games, I would go till like very far. But if there are certain things that I didn't do the way I wanted, I would just stop and start from the beginning, even if it's more challenging, you know, it's just because I'm like, you know, I'm perfectionist and I want it to be perfect. And also start from the beginning. I have this feeling like, you know, I'll make it better from the beginning, from zero, which is not always good. But yeah, I feel like it's there. It's like we are always looking for excuses uh, for a new start, <laughs> right? Definitely. Yeah. But I think also a new start is a good thing. It's like it brings us, um, you know, like we would say in French, un nouveau souffle, you know, um, a new breath kind of, yeah. you know, like something that gives us more strength, more uh, motivation, What else? Um, new ideas, new ways to do things. Um, I think it's a good thing. I mean, even ourselves do that. So why not us? So we now know why we want to make resolutions for new years or new weeks or new months, whatever. But what about the numbers, Rita? Yeah, there are like actually a few numbers. Uh, 25% uh, of people who make a New Year's resolution give up by January 7th, apparently. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> are we part of these people? <laughs> Hopefully not. 
Uh, and some other research shows that 46% of people do keep resolutions for at least six months and 8% of them keep them for the entire year. So it might seem very low, 8%, but people who choose to make a New Year's resolution are apparently 10 times uh, as likely to keep them over those who pursue improvement in another way. Yeah, it seems that... Uh just setting a new resolution boosts your chances to actually stick to that resolution. What do you think? Definitely. And actually, the first step is always the hardest. So we just need to start kind of. And then let's see what's going to happen. But yeah, I agree with you. And then I think there's, you know, the problem that we have to face when talking about uh, resolutions, because we we talked about the fact that a quarter of all people who make a resolution actually give up just in the first week. And I think there are explanations about that too. And the problem might be that maybe the resolutions are too vague. Maybe they are too broad. Maybe they are too unattainable, I would unrealistic, say. Unrealistic, yeah. Yeah, unrealistic, yeah. That's the problem, right? Uh, what do you think? I agree with you. And also, I mean, when we think, maybe it depends on what we mean by resolutions. A lot of people think of resolutions as you know, a huge goal, like the peace in 2050, you know, or something, or saving the planet. I think it's like, it comes back, as you said, the devil is in the details. It's all about the steps we take. And if we just decide, okay, I would like to learn a new language. Great. What would I, what, what do I want to learn exactly about that language? You know, first, where do I want to start? And there you can set up something that, as you said, is more realistic. And then you can start working a plan from there. But if you just say, I want to learn and become fluent in a year in Mongolian language, you know, but well, good luck because you don't know where you're going and you're going to just start and eventually get tired by the 7th of January, right? <laughs> and bored. Yeah. And I love the fact that you mentioned saving the planet, which is something <laughs> that we all care about. And it's the perfect example, I think, because what is saving the planet? I mean, can you really wake up on January 1st and say, I'm going to save the planet this year? <laughs> <laughs> what should I do today? It's it's not a realistic goal. It's not something that's actionable in a way. So instead of saying, let's save the planet, we should ask ourselves, what can we do to save the planet on a daily basis? And then you come up with these sort of smaller actions that you can actually make mm -hmm. every day of your year mm -hmm. uh, to actually end up saving the planet, maybe a little bit at the end of the year. <laughs> yes. So I have a question for you. What is the solution? <laughs> yeah, the solution is to kind of break it down into smaller pieces. The fact is that we do not want to have unattainable, unreachable, unrealistic goals that are too vague. Instead, we should focus on what is called SMART goals. And SMART is an acronym and uh, every letter means a different thing. Uh, for example, the S stands for specific, our resolution, our goal. It's something that has to be very specific. For example, if I want to learn, I mean, I don't know, I, I already speak Mandarin, but, you know, I, I, I haven't spoken Mandarin for four years now and I want to keep up with it. For example, I could say I would like to improve my reading or my writing in Mandarin. Is that specific enough? Yes, that's that's pretty specific. And that's uh, the kind of goals or resolutions that end up working better. Then the M stands for measurable. It's something that you have to be able to quantify, uh, even vaguely, but you have to be able to quantify. So, um, for example, 
some people like to pass some tests, you know, I don't know, like if we keep the example of Mandarin, if I'd like to have the HSK number or whatever, right? Yeah, that's specific and measurable. Well mm. done, Rita. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Then for the A, I would say attainable. It has to be a realistic goal. You cannot just say, I'm going to learn C2 uh, Mandarin Chinese in six months. Mm -hmm. That's probably unrealistic, but uh, you should make a goal. You should set a goal that you can actually uh, be able to, to reach, to, to meet. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah, I agree. So in six months, I'd like, for example, to pass, if I know nothing about Mandarin, HSK number one or two, so that I'm able, you know, to pass the test and check and improve if I fail, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm, cool. And the R is actually a consequence of the attainable uh, meaning of letter A. R stands for realistic. So it, it's basically a continuum of what we just said. You, you cannot set an unrealistic goal, something that it's too uh, vague or unattainable. I mean, if people like some challenge, they could start later. I feel like It's not because some people like misunderstand when we say maybe realistic. They think like, no, you know, we just, you just told me that we cannot learn Mandarin Chinese and I don't know what like time and you know, amount of time. I can do that. Yeah, great. But like maybe start little. And if you feel like you can do more, then later do more. But like the other way around is just setting up yourself for failure. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, the letter T stands for time related. So You have to be specific here, so you cannot just say uh, it, uh, it's, this goal is something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life, uh, but you better break it down. So it's, is it something that you are going to accomplish in, in a year or an, a shorter amount of time? So be specific about time because that's going to give you a deadline that you can work with. Well, that's something... <laughs> Um, I, I'm like more into like, oh yeah, 2050. I still need to improve <laughs> that part. <laughs> But just to give it a whole example related to language learning, a, a sort of a, a, a too vague go goal that you can give yourself for 2023 is I'm going to learn German this year, right? That's too vague. That's uh, not specific enough. That's possibly not attainable if you want to reach a higher level of fluency Uh, and you did not give, you know, uh, yourself a very specific time frame that you can work with. Instead, you should say something like, I'm going to start learning German and hopefully attain, I don't know, A2 level by March. So in the first three months. And maybe I'm going to do a test at the end of March so that I can measure the improvement that I've done. And on top of that, you can make, of course, more uh, resolutions that you can keep going after that. Mm -hmm. what, what do you think? I, I totally agree. And also it's something that is really important in the sense that, you know, we can be sometimes, especially with Germans and other languages that are quite accessible nowadays, you know, for everybody online, um, not to, to avoid being overwhelmed, but tons of resources. If you know that you're setting up yourself like for an A1 or an A2, you're going to be focusing on the things you need for that level, you know, and for that goal in particular. Sometimes we are like, just, I'm going to learn German. Let's find everything I can about German, you know, and then you're like in this whole huge pool of, you know, German resources and you're like, where should I start? Where do I even start? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm, so, yeah, I think it's great what you said. Smart. I love that. And quick shout out to uh, the Easy Polish team because uh, mm -hmm. they before the end of the year, they released a very cool video 
um, uh-huh. with five tips for setting realistic language learning goals for 2023. And I promise <laughs> I did not speak to Justina to, <laughs> to kind of have the same team for, for this episode. Uh, but it's a very cool episode where uh, Yusina and Aga discuss what was what went wrong in language learning for them in 2022 <laughs> and how to avoid making these mistakes again in 2023. Amazing. And by the way, you will find the link to this video on our show notes. And if you'd like to hear more of everything about our network or even our multilingual after show, go to easy-languages.org slash podcast and become a Patreon to support our project. Rita, time to talk about us. Yes, let's do this. (laughs) Do these resolutions really work for us, even if we know that we have to set up SMART goals? um, Do do you think, do you usually make resolutions for New Year or language-related resolutions for the New Year? I like that you specify language-related because (laughs) anything anything else never worked. Because actually... I never really made other kind of resolutions seriously. It was just with friends laughing like, hey, this year we're going to be doing that. But um, language related, usually I do. Yes, Um, I I really tend uh, to keep it realistic. I tend to try to keep it measurable and specific. As I said before, it's more like the time related thing that I'm not so good at because sometimes I just keep myself on, oh, wondering and other things and I like to listen to another thing and I lose myself sometimes. I At the, at the end of the day, I, I get to my goal, but I kind of, you know, tend to just travel around a bit. So I need to improve that. But I feel like if we follow this advice that you just gave, it really helps. And usually, yes, I can say that I attain them because I'm passionate about it. So I think it makes it easier. What about you? I think it all depends on what your goal is, because maybe your goal is just to start and getting acquainted with the new language and not, you know, reach the highest fluency in the shortest amount of time. Well, I, I I usually attain a high level. I attained in the ones I learned. Um, but I tend to, as I said, maybe in the second or third episode, I don't remember exactly, um, that in the beginning, I take my time. That's what I like to do. You know, I don't kind of say from the first months, my goal will be to attain A2 or A, like B2 or something. I just say, let's just learn about the language, whatever is around, the culture, everything that is surrounding the language. And then when I kind of feel I have a sense of what it is about, I decide to set up my plan. This is the way it works in my brain. And then I say, okay, in two months, I will attain A1, A2 or whatever. And at the end of the year, I get there, but I take more time in the beginning. Yeah. Let's say I'm a diesel. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, I'm going to play the psychologist here <laughs> and maybe unconsciously. But what you do is you set yourself uh, uh, different goals. Uh, you break down the goal, the, the the big goal of reaching fluency in a new language, but you break it down into different phases mm-hmm. so that it works better for you. So the first phase is one when you just take it easy with the language and, you know, put your toe in the water. Exactly. With this new language. And then a second phase where you pick it up uh, a little bit faster. But these are clever ways, even though unconscious ways, to make it work. That's cool. <laughs> Hopefully it will work for us later. We'll talk about it for the new language and new resolution we are having. <laughs> we'll see. What about you then, Raf? Uh Honestly, now that I look back, uh, basically every language that I've ever started I started at the beginning of the year or 
close to the beginning of the year. Um, now, New Year can mean different things to different people. Um, of course, we are talking about you know the the Western calendar and the start with the first of January. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for for me as an Italian, well, I'm sure it's the same thing for many people around the world. Another way to consider the start of the year is September, after the summer holidays, like when the school starts or university starts again and everything. So generally, these two, I find myself that I've uh, started languages either in January or in September or close to these months. And I have to admit that it's a great way for me to look back at the end of the year to say, oh, did I really re- learn the language? I, I like that. I really lo- love the fact that you uh, mentioned September because I don't know if it's just the, like something from like a relicate from the school thing or also because it comes after summer and usually if you travel, you're more chill and you want to learn more about new cultures. But I feel like it's true that it works more for me actually in September than in January. And of course, it could work for other people in other times of the year. Uh, but you said something earlier. I think it's really important to say that we don't really need to wait for New Year, you know, to start anything. We can just start it anytime we want, as long as we have something that is clear, time-bound, and that we know where we're going, you know. Uh, and also, I, I really love to emphasize the fact that it's, again, not a competition. Sometimes we can see that some people maybe attain some things faster than us, and we just have to, you know, follow our own path, our own pace, and make sure that we are better than ourselves the year before. That's already an improvement. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, you you absolutely have to enjoy the process of learning a new language because if you stop enjoying that and if it becomes a race and you feel pressure and you feel stressed about it, it stops uh, being en- en- joyful. Can you say joyful? Enjoyable. But I love enjoyful. I think it's cute. <laughs> yeah, I just made up a new word. <laughs> And and you stop learning, you fail at learning a language because you put uh, too much pressure on yourself. Now, I want to say one small thing about the SMART goals and my New Year resolutions for language learning, especially about letter M, measurable. Now, my goals are not necessarily measurable in, in the fact that I do not measure uh, the result that I want to achieve. I do not say I want to get to... Uh, C2, I want to get to B2. I measure uh, things in a different way. I measure uh, my language learning journey by the amount of time that I dedicate to that goal every single day. So I say, I'm going to study uh, uh, this new language for 45 minutes every day of of the month for the rest of the year. I do not say I want to reach that level because the level that I reach depends of course on the, how many um, how much time i dedicate to that and the, the intrinsic difficulty of the language the languages that mm-hmm. i have already uh, learned, learned. Mm-hmm. and of course life that happens around you while you try <laughs> and learn a new language definitely i agree with all that are you ready to start maybe a resolution for <laughs> next year <laughs> drum roll Do we have anything that we want to advertise? Yes. We said that in 2023, we would start learning (laughs) Russian. (laughs) Russian, yeah. And actually, we are going to have an easier life because the Easy Russian team released a a new podcast a couple of weeks ago. So I'm sure maybe not in the beginning, but in the long run, it's going to help us quite a lot. Definitely. 
one of the reasons why we share this out loud is because one of the best ways to attain your uh, resolutions for the new year is to make yourself accountable. <laughs> so to share it with the world, with people around you, so that they keep asking you uh, throughout the year, did you do that? I I have to be honest. I I it depends who. I, it doesn't always work with me because I really don't care much about what people think. <laughs> but I hope it 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 would have worked. But in this case, um, I I do care about the, our listeners, and you do too, of course. So I think because we are sharing with them, it will definitely give us a pressure, and at least me, and we will be doing it in an enjoyable way and maybe in a smart way, as you just said. And start, you know, the this wonderful adventure and see where we get. Yeah. Now we said it. There's no going back. <laughs> Russian, <laughs> we're coming for you. If you listeners want to know exactly how we're going to go about that, our plans for learning Russian in 2023, we are going to talk about this in the after show of this episode. Yes. So shall we move to the other room where we discuss that, Rita? Yes, let's do that. And we wish you again a happy new year. And if you have new resolutions, we wish you to be able to achieve them and achieve all your goals. And we hope that all the advice we gave you today will help. Happy new language. Happy new year. <laughs> Talk next week. <laughs>